Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, guys. Robert Erickson here. You're obviously listening from your radio or your iPad or iPhone or all of the other contraptions that you use to listen to my voice. And it could be one day that you will call Syria and say, Syria, I want to hear Robert Erickson and I want to talk about how to buy a house. What is the process? And why should I be using an agent to even find a house when I can look online and find a house myself and go to that agent? Very, very good question. So today I'm going to talk about the buyer consultation and preparing you to get into the mindset of buying a house. So I always start with the mindset of a consultant, not a salesperson, just to discover, you know, if there's problems or challenges for you right now in finding a house. So buying a home uh, can be very challenging in today's market and uh, ones that are available and you're not afraid of making an offer that could be a multiple offer situation and it can be daunting and somewhat a little bit of, well, let's just say mm, there's a lot of confusion. And where do you start first? <clears throat> Well, you first start with the desire, like I have to get out of my apartment or I've made uh, some good money. I want to make a better life for my family. I need more space, whatever the reasoning is. But I want to know, well, actually what I have found is that most agents don't have a plan to help their buyers. Instead, they just show them houses you could have seen online and they are, you know, you could see them online, you know, and so I have developed a proven strategy to assist my clients in finding the right home, the right location, the terms that you want, the right price. And I always ask my clients, is this something that you'd be interested in hearing about before I run them over with, we're going to do this, we're going to go that. And I think you need to live in this neighborhood and you would love this. And this, this sounds like your people here and that school district for you, but I always like to check in with my buyers and find out if the direction that we are heading into or if what I hear them say is actually what they're saying so that I can not waste their time and or mine in showing up to a house that doesn't make any sense, it isn't what you had in mind, and we are... Um, now we've ruined a relationship over uh, something that I didn't hear. So in my buyer consultation, um, I always start with a buyer questionnaire and I'm going to go through the questions that I would ask my client and potential buyer, possibly you, in what you would do and how you would find out. So the questionnaire, we'll go through that and then I'm going to find out um, exactly what are your objections and I will say the objections that I normally get um, in formulating, forming a relationship with a buyer and, and I'll answer it because it's probably going to be the same answer you would have given me anyways if you have an objection. So not to jump the gun, but we are on radio and I'm the only one with the, with the microphone. So I'm just going to continue to talk. So the first part of my buyer uh, consultation is explaining today's buying process. So 
In today's buying process, you know, number one, you choose an agent to represent you, right? Number two, you meet with a lender or two possibly for pre-qualification, pre-approval and kind of lock in the rate of a loan. We can go through that in detail. And then number three, uh, you know, view properties online uh, at an open house, which we don't do right now during the pandemic, year 2021, um, or individual showings. And number four, breaking this down very simply, identify the ideal home and then begin the negotiations. Number five, do due diligence, you know, meet all the guidelines uh, in regards to your inspections and disclosures and timeframes and close on the property. And number six would be get you get to move into your new home. So that's basically one through six, beginning, middle and end very quickly. <clears throat> so exactly uh, the th questions that I ask my clients. And if you are working with an agent right now that isn't asking you questions, or the right questions, or they don't feel like you don't feel they're listening to you. This is, you know, unless you've signed a contract with them, it's a free world. Now I have a different approach and I like to keep, I like my clients. So I like to find them right exactly what they want to buy. So in my buyer consultation dialogue, these are the questions that I would ask you and you can be prepared to answer for me. I have about 25 questions that set the tone for our relationship. And then we can decide at the end of the conversation, are we going to work good together? Is this something that you feel I can help you with in finding a home? So question number one would be, tell me a little bit about yourselves. So in that question, it's obviously open-ended. I would know them from some, you know, uh, area of my life already. So I would have an idea who they are or who you are, um, but I would say, tell me about yourselves. Number two, I would say, you know, tell me some of the reasons that you are making this move. And from that question, I can determine if it's an urgent situation, a, a month or two down the road, or it's planning for the future with kids and schools, or based upon that, I will get a sense of the timing and the sense of urgency that you have, and I can either be on it or I can guide you. It's the difference between being active, proactive, and being aggressive. I never like to come across as being aggressive, but I like to be proactive. So uh, what are the, some of the reasons you're making the move? Number three is how long have you been looking? So if you've been looking uh, for five months and you haven't found a house, well, then there's a problem and you actually need one, or you've been looking for five months casually and once in a while. And if something pops up, you might drive by, maybe, maybe not. So how long have you been looking? And then of course, what websites do you use to find properties and how, how is that going so far? So I ask that because it will help me determine your level of um, urgency. And uh, if you have some frustrations with those websites, I'll know how to cure them. For instance, if you're going on Redfin 
and everything you plug in, they want to set an appointment and close you on that house, but you don't feel like you're ready to go see anything yet. Well, that's just going to bug the crap out of you. So you don't want that. All right. So then I say, number question number five is tell me what hasn't worked for you in the home buying process. And I will get a good read from you as to well, where you are in the buying process, uh, quite frankly, and then what hasn't worked because it can be frustrating and I want to be able to help you with that sense of frustration. Uh, number six, have you seen anything you really like or written offers on? Because if you've written offers on something, uh, maybe your allegiance to whoever that agent that you wrote the offer with isn't there anymore. And so we're, that's why we're talking and sitting down. And so we need to manage that uh, conversation about that relationship. But obviously if you have, if you really like something, but you haven't uh, pursued it, then you're probably uh, not as motivated as maybe you say you are. Um, but also it would give me an idea of what exactly, what style you're looking at. Is it a farmhouse? Is it a craftsman? Is it a well, is it a teardown? Is it a mobile home? What is it, <laughs> right? Um, and then, you know, have you narrowed down your focus to a specific community? This obviously tells me what areas that you're looking in and what areas I will be able to hone in on and find you the best deal. Number eight, what is uh, important about the location and community that you live in? If you are a golfer, um, you're not going to be looking in the Hollywood Hills if you want to live by next next to a golf course. That's kind of pretty much that's what it's asking. <laughs> uh, what's important about the location in the community that you live in, right? Tell me about the ideal new home. Now, the new home, you could say, look, I at my age, I only want single level. I have three kids. I need four bedrooms. I don't want to be near their bedrooms. It's all of where you are in the stage of life that you are in. So that's a very important question. Um, how many bedrooms? How many baths? Obviously, what additional rooms do you need? Tell me about your ideal location. Um, and then what are the five things you can't live without? This is a question that not many agents ask. I don't think I've heard any agent ask there. What's the five things you can't live without? Now, in the Hollywood Hills, I say there's three things. There's either a pool, a view, or a yard. You can't get all three unless you're st starting at five to six million or above that for something decent and move inable. So um, I just say three. <laughs> all right. So what should we avoid with a new home? So if you've had an experience in the past where you got a flood and you don't want to live near a lake or a lower part of the valley, you're going to tell me, I want to avoid blank in a new home, water. What's important about you buying a new home? So it's an important question and maybe it's something you need to reflect upon yourself. Is it, is it your ego? Is it your pride? Is it for your children? Is it for space? What is the underlying reason what's most important about buying a home because later when you say uh, i want to move to my uh, near my grandchildren and then you're like ah the thought of moving is terrible it's like yeah but remember the grandchildren i can use your motivation against you later when you say ah but it, you'll be happier at the end because you ultimately decided to move i'm just helping you get there and moving is a pain in the butt 
for most people. Some is exciting, movement and change is great, but change for a lot of people is not um, top of their list. Talking in front of a crowd is probably up there. They could probably visualize themselves doing that. The second on the list is moving and change. So uh, question 17, how is that important to you? So how important, you know, what's important about buying a home, a new home, and then how is that important to you? Um, so then I would say, okay, let's recap. And then I would reiterate all of the answers back to you that I just asked. And that's, you know, you, you want to buy a home with blank and blank and this location, and you want the home with blank and blank. And did I miss anything? I always try to check in so that we are always on the same page and I don't mishear you later or you feel free, you can correct me and say, no, I wanted a pool. I just didn't want one that big or I didn't want, you know, one hanging off the cliff or I didn't want room for a pool. I actually wanted a pool. So uh, lots of differences there. So, and um, I ask, you know, what are you looking for in the next agent you choose? I'm, am under the assumption because we're talking, we're going to be working together, but that's not always the case. I just want to make sure I'm your guy. And what is your timing? Um, how soon do you want to be in that new home? Kind of gives me an idea of your uh, sense of motivation. And also, you know, what's plan B? You know, plan B is what if it doesn't work out? What if right now uh, the interest rates go to a that you're not comfortable with? Or what if we can't find the home? What is plan B? Is it the renting? Is it not being in the neighborhood? What is that? And then what is the price point you're looking at? Of course, I should probably start with that first, but not many people actually know what prices they're going to have to pay when they want all of the things they want in a house. And we can back off to the price of the house later. But we want to start with, you know, what is the price range you're looking in? And then obviously I want to know if you've worked with a lender, you know, what have you, what have they told you about your loan or the interest rates that you're going to be able to get, how much money are you planning to put down? And then if there are, uh, was some advantage to a second opinion, would that be of interest to you? I always ask people to get a second opinion regarding a loan, a rate, because A, it will keep the first lender on the um, kind of on the outlook, on the lookout for you. Uh, if you double app, and that's what's called double apping, and you may have to pay two appraisals, but at the end of the day, you're going to get the loan and the interest rate that you want, um, or get the one that they actually told you they were giving you. So, um, and then uh, I always ask who's involved in the buying process. Is it just you? Is it a partner? Is it a boyfriend, girlfriend? Is it your mom's giving you the money? Is it uh, what's who's all involved? It's just so I know who I the decision makers are. And then, you know, since I asked so many questions, do you have any questions for me? So uh, I'm sure you have lots of questions about the process and questions for me. And I think if you go to my Facebook page, just remember my name, Robert Erickson. I think I can try to put a link to my YouTube channel that is in the radio show. But if not, you can always email me at robert at robert erickson, re .com, 
and my phone number 310-890-7895. So once again, I ask a lot of questions. I want to know exactly what you are thinking, where you want to buy, how much money you have, who the decision makers are, what is your dream home and why and when and when can we get started? So that's very important for an agent that you choose to actually listen and ask the questions that will initiate a conversation about the home that you really want to live. Now, what I like to do is I can talk about the objection handlers. Now, when I work with a buyer, I usually have them sign a buyer uh, contract. And the buyer contract basically says that, hey, I'm working with you. You're working with me. In the event that you actually buy a house through me, the commission is not paid by the buyer, by the way. The commission is paid by the seller and is pre-negotiated when the listing agent takes the listing. And so the seller pays the commission. You pay me nothing. Not a zilcho. Um, unless you want to, of course. I always take gift cards. Those are nice. Um, but uh, I always have you sign an agreement. And after the agreement, it, basically the agreement is uh, that I represent you. Uh, in the event that you don't want to work with me anymore, you changed your mind, it's just the contract is null and void. Um, but it's just a conversation that we have about loyalty. And because you do have choices and because there are other agents out there like myself that may not be having the, if they know you are working with an agent, they're going to respect your uh, questions and act accordingly uh, in the best interest of the property and not in the best interest of trying to get your allegiance to them or have you rep. Uh, work with them directly <clears throat> on a property because they know that's not right. So by you uh, saying that you work with me or an agent like myself, you have been giving yourself power to talk to an agent or a Redfin person if you are on a website and say, I have an agent. They stop. It's really actually magical because then you don't have to talk to them anymore. <laughs> you just call me. All right. So the first objection is, is like, you know, how about if I sign your agreement after, you know, we go out a couple of times? Well, that's not how I work. Um, I like to have this conversation up front. Um, we get a, a sense of loyalty with each other and I have your back and uh, I will represent you the entire way of the process of buying the home. Of course, I'll take you out and we can see a couple properties. I don't have a problem with that, but it's always a question that comes up. And how I handle that is let's go out and look at a couple homes. If we get along and we jive, I'm good with that. And we'll sign the contract that uh, we get to work together. So oh, there's a buyer calling me now. All right. Love that. Um, so another objection is, hey, uh, I initiated a website and they called me back and they want to set an appointment. Um, should I call you before I go out there? Should I just go see them? And I leave it up to you. If you want me to be there when you see that property, great. I have clients that are in Palm Springs or other parts of California and they will say, look, I found this great house. Can you help me write it up? And that's great because uh, we've talked before. They found the one they went and saw it. 
I wasn't available physically, but I can see it online or we can walk through the property together on the iPhone um, on your mobile device and we can walk through the property. So those, I'm going to wrap it up because it's 20 minutes and I know you are so excited about getting into a new home that you're going to hang up or stop this uh, recording on this uh, wherever you're at listening to this. But one thing is for sure, line yourself with an agent that you uh, like and you're not married to them if they are not asking you the right questions and you don't get a sense they're actually hearing what you are looking for or telling you the truth about what's available, not available, the price point, the interest rates, or can refer you to a good mortgage broker if you don't have one, um, then I'm available. I'm happy to talk to you and uh, we walk through the scenario I just did. And if we can work together and if I can find you a home, I will. And I'll tell you up front, look, that is not like I don't do mobile homes. I know there's a couple in the Palisades in Malibu, but uh, a mobile home is I've done them before. It's like getting a loan for a car. It's all cash and you have to go to the DMV and actually buy the mobile home because they have a license plate. That's something I don't do. I don't do that anymore. So um, give me a call 310-890-7895 if you're interested in working together. But there is a good insight of the questions that you should be asked by any agent you choose to work with. Have a great day. Make it a wonderful day. Robert Erickson.